And our words of life for this morning are from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 to 22. Please rise for the reading of the scripture this morning. Ephesians 2, 11 through 22. Therefore, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, that done in the body made by hands of men, Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by abolishing in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new man out of the two, thus making peace, and in this one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his Spirit. The Word of the Lord. You may be seated. Thank you, Jonathan. All right. Well, this morning we're going to be continuing in our Why Worship series. Um, You have the scripture and some spots to take notes there if you'd like in your bulletin. Um, Today we're going to be talking about preaching the word. If you hadn't caught the irony in that already, I'm going to be preaching about preaching. Feels a little circular and self-serving, but hopefully by the end of today we will get a better understanding as to why we're here, why we have people stand up and talk about this word that we hold so dear and what is in it and why it's important. Um, We've been doing this since the very beginning of that people have been gathering together to worship God who call themselves Christians. One of the earliest descriptions we have of this is by a man by the name of Justin Martyr. He wrote in the, in the 100s AD, he said, And on the day called Sunday, all who live in cities or in the country gather together to one place, and the memoirs of the apostles or the writings of the prophets are read as long as time permits. And when the reader has ceased, the president verbally instructs and exhorts to the imitation of these good things. This is why we are here. We are here to read the words of the apostles, the prophets, and don't worry, I'm not going to preach as long as time permits. We could be here for a while. Um, I have a time allotted. 
But hopefully we will see why this is important today, what, what we can learn um, from preaching, why we gather together, why we hear the word preached and shared and expounded upon. Um, in our Confessions of Faith, the Westminster Confession says the ordinary worship of God includes the reverent and attentive reading of the scriptures, the sound preaching and conscientious hearing of the word and obedience to God. And also a part of our denomination, the EPC, in their founding essentials, their very first paragraph reads, All scripture is self-attesting, and being truth requires our unreserved submission in all areas of life. The infallible word of God, the 66 books of the Old and New Testaments, is a complete and unified witness to God's redemptive acts, culminating in the incarnation of the living word, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible, uniquely and fully inspired by the Holy Spirit, is the supreme and final authority on all matters on which it speaks. So gathering together to hear the word, hopefully today we're not just going to walk out of here having heard something. Hopefully by hearing the word and me preaching it and helping you understand and by the Holy Spirit working on your hearts, you're going to walk out of here changed. So if I was to sum up my point and hope today that you guys and everybody watching online would walk out with today, this is what I hope you would understand. That through preaching and hearing scripture, we are brought near to the story of God. We are brought together through Jesus, the word of God, and we are built up together for the glory of God. Let me pray for us. God, I thank you for today. I thank you for my friends gathered here in this room and those who are watching online. I pray that they would be encouraged by what they hear today, that the Holy Spirit would work on their hearts and their minds, and that they would be open to what you want to preach to them today. I ask this all in your name. Amen. So in the reading today, Paul is talking to the Ephesians church, and he's addressing some division that seems to be in there. Um, if you were paying attention to the verse, he doesn't directly talk about preaching. He's not talking about preaching. He's talking about this division that exists in the Ephesian church potentially and what Christ can do about it. But I think Paul's words have application to preaching and what the goal of preaching the word could be for us today. He talks about that there's these walls that are up amongst um, the community of the Ephesians between the uncircumcised and the circumcised. I'm not going to talk much about circumcision today. Feel free to go Google that at home safely if you would like. Um, but there's these camps that exist within the church. And I think it's easy that we divide ourselves into camps often. Things that people prefer versus other things that people don't prefer. Maybe you have a preferred Bible translation that you like. Maybe you like the NIV. Maybe you like the King James Version. Maybe you're an ESV person. Maybe you like the message, whatever. You have those different preferences. Maybe you like carrying around a physical Bible. Maybe you just use whatever's on your phone or your tablet. Maybe you're a long-time member. Maybe you're a first-time visitor. People don't have to look very far today to find the divisions that exist in the world and how easily it is that people separate into those divisions. For me, growing up, one of the easiest ways I could divide myself from others is I felt that anybody who smoked a cigarette could not be a Christian. If you were smoking, God was not at work in your life. You needed help. God taught me a lesson one day. For those of you who may not know, I was a part of a band that traveled around and, and played music in different places and venues. And one day we were invited to play at this church for a youth group. 
And we were there early, setting up, sound checking, doing all the things you normally do as a band. And then once we stopped with that and broke and got ready for the, the concert to start, we went outside. We started to chat with the people who were there, who helped us set up, the crew who worked it. And guess what happened? They started smoking. Whoa, 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 this, this, doesn't, this doesn't seem to work for me. This seems weird. But we talked about the importance of people coming to church, the importance of people hearing God's word. We talked about their devotion to the church, to serving and then serving the people who are going to come to hear that music that day. And I started to realize, wait a second, they're Christians. What I thought separated me off from them, what made me a different, maybe more righteous Christian than them was not true. They believed and honored God just as much as I did, even though they had that one little thing that I thought separated me off from them. My mind was blown. And God was working on me in my spirit. Paul tells us here in these scriptures that through Christ, all, everyone, everybody in the world can be brought near to hear and be a part of the story of God in the scriptures. For Paul here, the distance, the separation is between Jew and Gentile, those who are circumcised and those who are uncircumcised. Jews saw a division between those who had and who followed the law and those who didn't. For the Jews, this was a kind of hierarchy. They felt that they were higher than everybody because they had the law revealed to them and that they were the ones who were the righteous ones who were following it because they knew what to do. And that made them feel like they were closer to God because of it. We get an interesting picture of this even at the beginnings of the church in the book of Acts. In Acts chapter 6, it says, In those days when a number of the disciples was increasing, the Hellenistic, these are the Greek uh, believing Christians, uh, the Hellenistic Jews among them complained because the Hebraic, these were the Jewish Christians, because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of bread. So even at the outset of the church, there was this kind of unsaid division happening between the Jewish culturally believers and the Greek culturally believers as the Greek believers were being overlooked in the distribution of bread for the widows. So here Paul is arguing that through Jesus, it doesn't matter. That division and hierarchy should not and does not exist anymore. All are able to come near to hear the story of God and to hear the scriptures because of Jesus. To quote Paul from the book of Galatians, he says, Jew, Gentile, slave, free, male or female, it doesn't matter. We don't come near to God simply by who we are, where we were born, or what we do. We are brought near solely by the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus and placing our faith in him. It seems Paul here is also reaching back into scriptures and referencing the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah wrote in chapter 57 that God would preach peace, peace to those who are far and to those who are near, and I will heal them, says the Lord. Paul is pointing out that through Christ, everyone can hear this message of peace about God. No matter who you are, where you've come from, whether you're here in person, whether you're watching on YouTube, doesn't matter. When we hear the word preach, when we gather together and hear about Christ, what exactly are we being brought near to? What is God bringing us in to hear? I think we are being brought near to hear the larger story of God worked out from the beginning. 
from Adam and Eve to Abraham to Isaac, Jacob, Moses, all the people of Israel, all the way through to Jesus and even to us today, to hear that story and to see ourselves in it. We're brought to see the revelation of God through history to the Israelites, but also through a wide array of people from different cultures, different ethnicities, different backgrounds, of everybody who was brought near that we read about in Scripture to hear that story of God. Some examples of people who weren't Israelite in the story of God. Abraham, he was originally in Ur, which is where Babylon was. God says, no, you leave that place and I'm going to take you somewhere else to make you a new people. That place is not going to define you anymore. Other characters who are not Israelites, Melchizedek, Rahab, Ruth, Naaman the Syrian, Job, You can go through all of the Old Testament and see that there are people that God is constantly trying to bring in to hear the story that he's trying to preach and reveal through the Israelite people. We should desire that all people can be brought near to hear the story, the story read, the story read, the story preached, so that they can take it into their hearts and into their minds. We desire that they should be brought near to feel connected to it, to find themselves in it to learn from it and to be shaped by it. The scripture is not simply a creation of man, something built by human hands. Paul's talking about circumcision as something being done by human hands in this verse, but this Bible is not something just created by human hands. As a bound book with just printed letters on the page, it's a thing. We don't worship the book necessarily. It's what's inside that matters. It's the words. It's the word of God. It's the word of God working to worship, but I felt God. It also talks about that there is an idea of peace is mentioned multiple times. Is not our mediator together. We're missing a big point. I talked about the idea. I think it's important. One of the great Joseph, brothers and family, he putting him in jail and he could have walked away from God and given up, remained faithful. And then preach to those who are near. Here Paul is talking about the, the Jewish believers who had the law, who knew what God, and felt like they were doing something better by being close to God. Today, this is probably most of us here. We're in church. We know. We get it. We've read a lot of this. Many of us have. Many of us have a lot of this memorized. This is me. I've taken Greek classes. I've taken Hebrew classes. I know a lot of the stuff that's in here. And sometimes that can breed a sense of superiority in my heart. But that's not what God is wanting me to feel. He wants me to feel connected to those, like Paul says, that God preaches peace to those who are far away. For Paul, those were the Gentiles, those who didn't have the law, those who didn't have it, have access to the law that God revealed to the Israelites so they could know and understand what God is doing or what God wants them to do. Today, for us, this might be anybody who, ever, who might walk in those doors, who might have never stepped foot in a church before, who wasn't raised in a household that believed in God or that went to church regularly. This is the community outside our doors who haven't been raised in church and have no idea what John 3.16 means. I think it might just be a code to something but they have no idea what it is. But when they step inside these walls, when they come inside these doors, led by God, brought in by the Spirit, desiring 
to hear the word of God preached, those are the people that God is desiring us to preach peace to because he's bringing them in from far away so that they can also be brought near and be brought together with us. As we draw near and are brought together through hearing the word preached, those who are near and those who are far, we grow together as we learn to love together, knowing that peace has been given to us. So through preaching the word and hearing scripture, we're brought near to God. We are brought together in peace, but there is one more step that Paul points out here. In the last verses, that were read this morning, he talks about this idea of a temple being built up, a spiritual temple that we are being built into. As we preach and hear the word, we are encouraged by the whole of Scripture. Paul says the apostles and the prophets. Like Justin Martyr said, that that's what was regularly read in, in the worship. We stand on their foundation, the foundation built of the apostles and the prophets. And that we are built into something that's not our own, but we are part of the greater temple that God has been building since the beginning. Jesus Christ, the word of God whom we preach, is the cornerstone, the glue, the mortar, the thing that holds all of this together, the thing that brings people near, the thing that brings people together. It is Jesus Christ. If it was just up to us, we would be a bunch of unshapen, ill-fitting stones stacked up against one another, crumbling down regularly because there's nothing holding us together. But through Jesus, through the work of God in our lives, we can be formed and molded and built into something that is bigger, better, and greater than ourselves. With Jesus as the center, as the supporting part of this structure, we are built up into something new that ultimately gives glory to God and not ourselves. In our being built up through the hearing, the understanding of the word, people should walk by us in our community. And I think they should proclaim like Jacob did in Genesis 28 when he had an experience with God. In Genesis 28, 16, Jacob says, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I was not aware of it. That when we come together and we hear the word preached, when people are brought near, when they are brought together, and when they are built up, God's presence cannot be missed. And that people can walk by and say, God is there, but I was not aware of it until this very moment. I tried really hard to think of a specific message that I had heard in my life that I could point to and said, yeah, that one affected me and I remember it to this day, something I heard when I was a kid. I couldn't think of anything specific. And I was like, oh, like, can I think of one? And I'm sitting thinking, I'm like, man, I can't, I can't think of anything. But I did recall something, a prayer. A prayer that I learned in seminary. One of my professors would pray it every time that we started class. And I learned that it was a prayer that is often regularly said in churches across the world right before worship. This prayer is this. It says, Blessed Lord, who caused all Holy Scripture to be written for our our learning, grant us so to hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, 
that we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which you have given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and amen. What I liked about God bringing that to my mind is that phrase of inwardly digest. Now, I couldn't think of any specific sermon. I couldn't think of a speaker that moved me dramatically. I couldn't think of a a trite turn of phrase that helped me understand Scripture more. But I know in my heart that all of the times I've heard the word preached, every time I've been in a sermon, in a conference, or a class at seminary where God's word was expounded to me, I digested it. It got into me. It changed me. It formed me. It shaped me. It brought me closer to God. It brought me closer together to the people that I was with. And it made me a little bit better stone that could fit into the spiritual temple that God is building. When we hear the word preached, and I, like I said, I love that idea of inwardly digest, because that becomes a part of us deep, deep down, nourishing us and helping us grow. Hopefully that's been the same experience for you. Some of you might be able to think of a message that affected you deeply. But know that every time you hear God's words preached and that you take it in and you let the Spirit work on you, that God is changing you. God is forming you and bringing you together to be built into a temple for him. So hopefully today you've, you've gathered the point of the message that through preaching and hearing Scripture, we are brought near to the story of God. We are brought together through Jesus, the Word of God, and we are being built up together for the glory of God. Let me pray. God, I thank you for this time just to share these thoughts and messages with my friends. I pray that it had an effect on their lives and on their heart, and I pray that as the words went out that you are doing your work and the Spirit is working on their lives, and that we are all being built up together for your glory. I ask this in your name. Amen.